Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you have any questions or concerns about this week's episode, please contact producer Dan by call or text at 778-288-9255. Start the party, Dan! Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are all idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 216. I'm John. I'm Stefan. And with us is a fantastic guest this week. She is the mastermind behind the Swipes for Daddy Instagram account. Erica Guida is here. Hi, Erica. Hi, Erica. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We got uh, we got told by a, a friend of ours that you would be a great guest on the program. So really, um, it's really just her that you could potentially disappoint. Well, that's fine. I mean, I disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> I disappoint a lot of people. So. That's honestly. That's yeah. That's like kind of what the show is about. John is coughing. You probably heard. Sorry, John coughing. yeah, I'm he's ill. Been, He's been, been sick Ill. for uh, like two weeks now, almost. Yeah, this is day day nine of yeah. mystery illness 2023, even yeah. though it started in 2022. Right. So and I don't know what it is like. I the so this is the sickest I've been in probably a decade. Oh and God. the last time I was this sick also over the holidays. I, I feel like that happens, though. Like the, the sickest I've been was over the holidays as well. I got uh, I'm pretty sure I had like norovirus. Mm, um, I mean, there. that was completely my fault. I got, uh, like a wrap from like a train station booster juice. Um, so again, like that's totally on me. That but... was not related to the holidays though. You were making it sound like, yeah, yeah. You always get sick over the holidays. Well, like the time was... I ate a train station wrap. Yeah. But it was during, it was during the holidays is what I'm saying. So similar to what you're going through right now, I think, although you don't know where you got it from this, this just, it could be anything. Could be anything. I mean, yeah. my nephews are both pretty ill uh, or were over Christmas. So I'm guessing it's like oh, some okay. sort of child bug. I feel yeah. like, though, you know, anytime you're around a sick kid, there's just like. It, yeah, it feels like when you get sick off a kid, it's like worse for the adult. Right. Yeah. It's fucking that, kids. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know. Erica, you, you were saying before we recorded, you got sick in November. Was that also a child born illness? In retrospect, maybe because oh, I see. had my niece's fifth birthday in October, but I actually was my most ill in my adult life uh, a week before Christmas. I had that horrible stomach. Oh, flu. yeah. You were supposed yeah. to record with us and then you got a stomach flu. Yeah. Yeah. It was and like it was rough. It was <laughs> it was like six hours of bombing, but oh, like, my God delirious vomiting where like oh no I, I knew who i was but i you know when you're like throwing up and you can't keep your head up yeah. and then the entire next day i had a fever 
like slept and then at 10 p.m i woke up and watched pinocchio okay the way the, the new pinocchio <laughs> yeah which is really sad how was it was it good i sobbed from the pit of my stomach <laughs> whoa Be- because of the movie or yeah. was it kind of a, okay i think it was wow. a combination of just being so sick and then watching something really dark and yeah upsetting because it's um it's guillermo del, it's del toro right yeah okay. yeah I need to I need to watch that. I've been watching his uh his Netflix show, The Cabinet of Curiosities, mm. which oh, is uh, it's it's very good. It's like uh each episode is like a different kind of like little mini movie, like a little mini like horror movie, uh all directed mm. by different people. It's a lot of fun. John Pinocchio, I don't think would like it. John Pinocchio is not might a, be well, I was just thinking like Pinocchio might be kind of aspirational for you too, Stefan, since you're a boy <laughs> still trying to become a man. That's true. Yeah. I think yeah. that would yeah. Have you John, how many movies did you watch last year? Erica, John does not. He's famously not a movie. Not watcher. a movie Oof. guy. Before we get Fine. into that. But, oh, well, yeah. What a pee. I'm such a piece of shit. Um, how sick were you when you emailed us, Erica? I want to get and then we can get onto my movie thing, because I feel like I could tell you were delirious even from the email. <laughs> well, so that was I was throwing up Friday night, Saturday mm-hmm. fever and delirium and pinocchio and then i texted you uh, or emailed you on sunday Sunday, and i woke up with i think from dehydration my head was like i had like a migraine oh yeah because you because you said you were you were basically like uh and you know what's actually funny that is the day i had the migraine also i think wasn't it yes it was i think it was so you and i were migraine twins i ended up oh, we nice. ended up recording because when you emailed me we were watching the world cup final that morning same and then yes <laughs> there we go and then <laughs> i got a migraine during the world cup final and then we had to record after and then i basically recorded with a migraine and i had to like leave the recording multiple times so you and i actually through. you did you did a great job. I just well, want to say that again. But I, what I was going to say is I was impressed, Erica, because you even said in your email, you're like, I don't know, like I could try to eat like a couple crackers and do the episode <laughs> later or something like that. And I was like, OK, you don't have to. This show doesn't mean anything. how out of control would that episode have been because both <laughs> of you would have had migraines yeah. and it would just be like me trying to get things like moving. Erica's just like chewing on a saltine cracker <laughs> trying to get through the episode. I can't open my eyes. I was literally sitting in the studio but i couldn't talking hurt so yeah. i would just like close my eyes and just sit in this chair for about five yeah, minutes but then and you then did I would a perfect like... andrew dice clay impression <laughs> for some reason which i still don't understand how that happened it makes no sense i had a migraine i don't you know you were in like a you. fugue state or something it was crazy yeah. erica yeah. were you doing were you doing andrew dice clay impressions <laughs> no <laughs> sadly no <laughs> i learned that about myself apparently when i get migraines i get uh I get my Andrew Dice Clay on. Uh, okay, so movies-wise, last year I saw, like, I would say... I feel like you watched more year, movies last year than you Yeah, maybe did. like 20, maybe. That's, like, pretty good for Fif- you. 15, 20. Well, because Becca and I do the thing now where we watch, like, an old teen movie. Right. So you didn't... Um, okay, right. So, so you didn't mostly see, like... those. Yeah. Like, in the last month, we how many, watched... How many good movies did you watch? Oh, zero. But in the last okay. month, I saw... We watched John Tucker Must Die... Okay. Uh, we watched Orange County just like I mean, that, a week ago. That's a good movie. Orange County is good. See, I thought that. Has it not aged well? It wasn't that good. Really? Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe I'm good. thinking of when I, when I was like no, 13 like, years I remember old thinking, because Becca and I had watched a couple stinkers in a row. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay, let's do Orange County. Like, I know that one is like kind of good, like low-key good. 
And it just like it's fine. Yeah. But it wasn't It I has a good know. cast. Great cast. Yeah. I mean great cast. But yeah. I don't know. Anyway. So yeah, I saw and then what else did we Oh, we and I watched Glass Onion. Cuz okay. I'm I'm cool. I'm hip. Yeah. Yeah. I checked out Glass Onion. Is that the know? only Ooh. movie from 2022 that you watched in 2022? And Jackass Forever. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I think those I mean, are the only movies, the only 2022 movies. What else came out last year? I'm saying that like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched Tar or whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, well, I'm still it. trying to. So, Erica, I'm trying to get uh, John and then producer Dan there to go see Avatar 2 with me because I want to do an episode about Avatar 2, like a bonus episode. Did you I've see never it, even seen the first one. Neither, neither has John. And I, I don't think Dan has either. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't okay. Yeah, and it Dan, just are seems you rec- exhausting. It is exhausting. It definitely is. Dan, just to double check, are you recording your audio? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. Wait, Suck. what happened? Well, Nothing happened, John. Oh, is there an episode of YKS where you forgot to record your own audio? There was a mishap. My t- my computer <laughs> is getting old. And, uh, sure. Some, some it happens. It's, it's fine, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, Erica, I mean, it's not... I, I think it, it people will like, hype it up a lot. And I think there is like... A veneer of like irony to people enjoying it for sure, but like I enjoy. I saw Avatar t- uh, two in theaters uh, over the holidays, and I I really enjoyed it. It is. And you want to go again? 15, I well, because I didn't see it in three D. What is wrong with you? But I also <laughs> don't want to see it in three D. Oh, right. I forgot. I can't. John can't see it. I yeah, have vertigo. I can't see it in three D. Because I went so. with my with my parents, and my my mom can't really handle three D either. Um, yeah. So we watched it just in two D. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go see it in two D. Sorry, John. Um, maybe so me and Dan don't be sorry. I don't want to see it. Well, why yeah, don't I'm not seeing it in 2D? I think what we can do is, John, you can go see it by yourself in 2D. <laughs> and me and, and it doesn't even have to be on the same day or anything. We'll go and at the same and, time. Well, it doesn't oh, even have to, we can just, it can be whenever. That way the schedule is kind of a bit more open, right? And then me and Dan can go see it in 3D. Yeah, that won't be happening either. No? Okay. I just <laughs> don't, I don't get the appeal of it. I think I'm on Erica's team here. Like it just doesn't. It, the both movies combined, it seems way too long. It's the same reason I haven't seen Lord of the Rings. I don't give a fuck how good it is. And it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and watch a three hour dwarf movie. Like, get there's other characters than dwarves in it. There's elves. Okay, name one Legolas, the elf. Oh, an elf. Okay, yeah. whatever. Orlando Bloom with fucking ears on. Yeah, he looks great. Fuck off, okay. man. Hugo Weaving's in it. Don't you like Hugo Weaving? It is kind of bold. You think I know who Hugo Weaving no, is? I, I well, so. I know he was in V for Vendetta, but he's wearing a mask the whole time. I mean, of course, that's your reference point for... Anyway. I've seen it. I've yeah, seen no, it. I know. Yeah. it's <sighs> Erica, so you haven't seen the first Avatar. And you, no. Do you have any intention of seeing Avatar 1 or 2? No. I mean... Uh, no. <laughs> is there... I just don't care. Yeah. Are you, are you, uh, do you watch movies though? Um, like, yeah, I, I okay. watch a lot of movies. Okay. I've probably been to the movies more times since August than I have in the last like three wow. years. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it is. Why do you think so? It's a long movie. It's three hours. And no, 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 no. Like, Why has she been to the movies that many no, times? I feel that, like that, oh. that there's like some really fun movies coming out. Yeah. I feel like there's like Triangle of Sadness was fun. Um, 
I saw the barbarian or bar, bar, not the barbarian, but barbarian I, in theaters. Did people say that one sucked? Wasn't no, that a sucky but, one? No, it was no, so barbarian much fun. was really good. It was so oh, good. Okay. I don't know. I fuck. Was it what was the one that everybody hated? And they were like um, the the sort of buzzy one. The Florence hate. Pugh movie. Well, uh, that yeah, the don't look darling. Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. Which I also yeah. saw in theater just because I wanted to be a part of the moment. Yeah, the yeah. messiness. Because it was like yeah, a train feels. Wreck, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because you know, you're—I guess you're an influencer. Is that a correct thing to say? Uh, you know, you—you got to see. Don't worry, darling. Is that was don't talk, don't look, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, darling. Yeah, yeah I, like I guess that's gotta... kind of relevant to my sphere. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I that's was just—that's why, why Stefan and I, as mid-thirties guys, have to see Avatar too. It's also related to our sphere. What else are we going to talk about around the old Culligan water cooler? Yeah, you're probably <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I I am excited to see Megan, which is coming out. I think this weekend, which is the uh, Stefan. It's pronounced M three again. Okay, it's the, it's the horror movie where there's like the I guess John actually knows what it is, which is impressive to me. But um, it's yeah. a horror movie where uh, this little girl I know gets, lots. Oh, okay. that one? No, absolutely oh, not. I'm so Thank excited. Absolutely not. Looks like I have shit. a really big phobia of um. Dolls, dolls and clowns okay yeah Ooh. like to the point where my second cousin worked for irobot when i was a kid and he brought to my parents house a robotic <laughs> doll yeah because he was like erica will like this and i cried so much that he had to hide it in his car because i <laughs> didn't want to be anywhere near it oh my god that po- like so Okay, the Annabelle movies, I'm guessing you haven't seen because that's about no. like, a haunted doll. No, Chucky? I don't like any of Chucky, are those the ones? Uh... So, you know what's funny is Stephen King's It doesn't bother me as much because he is intentionally terrifying. Oh, where I'm I see. Like, oh, I oh see. okay, I'm fine with that because he is supposed to be scary. It's yeah. like when they're not... It, like innocent, sort of, when it's just like, yeah. oh, it's just a doll. And then like only the kid knows that the doll is evil or something and everyone else thinks it's just a doll. Okay. I, I also, see. you know that you remember the movie, um, is it the orphan? Even oh, that yeah. really unsettled yeah. me. <laughs> Isn't that the one where, and spoiler alert, if you have not seen the movie orphan from like 2009 I haven't or seen whatever, it. I haven't seen it. Can't talk about it, but I believe the big twist in that is that the orphan <clears throat> who was adopted is actually like 40 years old or something. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a good twist. I do. It was a good twist. Yeah. That is a great twist. Um, I think I'll probably go see Megan. I mean, this is sort of like the worst time of year for movies, right? Because uh, it's like right before award season and there's like nothing mm. good coming out really. So like, I'll just go see Megan just to go to the movie theaters, I guess. Because it it's nice to go to the theater. But I mean, John, again, open offer. I will Look, go see Avatar 2. I'm not. No, you won't. You literally just said you won't. I changed my mind. I'll go see okay. it Yeah. Well... Uh, I'm not going and okay. <laughs> I won't go. I'm actually still on a now. I guess it's almost a decade long theater strike because I said I wouldn't go back until they made Entourage 2. And <laughs> until they do that, I'm not I'm not interested. If they not make it, if, if they make a second Entourage movie, there's no fucking way it's getting released into theaters. You of course it is. Do you know how much money the first one made? You kidding me? I I guarantee if by some miracle. Uh, Erica, by the way, John is obsessed with the TV show Entourage. I'm not obsessed with it, but oh, I, you're not I, obsessed okay. with it. Well, I've watched the whole thing twice, or maybe three times. But maybe three that, times. Okay. Well, no, twice, twice. Okay. I th- anyway, I think that qualifies as obsessed with uh, Entourage. Yeah. I, there, there's no. I, I'll bet you. I'll bet you five hundred dollars. Like five hundred. Right yeah. That's. A, I'll bet you five hundred dollars that 
if if an entourage movie happens, which I, a second one, which I don't yeah. think it will, if it does, it will be okay. I, I should I should couch it here. I think because I think it's it, there's a potential for it to be like a limited theater release kind of thing. I don't think it will be like a wide release. I think I it will do. be it will be a it'll be like an HBO Max thing. You know what I let mean? Let me see. Let me see how much the first one made, and then we can discuss. And when did oh, the first one come out? Twenty fifteen. Oh really? That's actually uh, like. More recent uh, okay, than I you know what? It actually didn't do that good at box office, so you, so they may not make a second one. You're right. Well, what it made the, money, but not a lot. The budget yeah. was. It says the budget was 27 to 39 million. Never okay. good when it's like a big range. Yeah, uh, and that it that's made like four, a fairly like low budget movie nowadays. <clears throat> well, because but they don't have to do anything. I guess that's it's just true, they, right? it's just they just like oh we rent a mansion and yeah and then there's chicks and uh, there's dudes like cars and, and yeah. Ronda Rousey's in it for some reason. Yeah, um, it made forty nine point three mil. So pro- you're right, probably not enough. Right. I I'm just thinking like you can you can never you can never quantify. Uh, you can never quantify desperation. Like none of these people are doing anything anymore, you know? So like, why, that's wouldn't, why, why that's wouldn't why I they think make it, another one? But you know that's why I, mean? I think it would be a streaming thing. Cause they'd be like, I don't care. You can release this shit on gas station TV. Yeah. Like, you're that's right. fine by me. Just get it out there. You know? You're right. All right. Are you taking the bet? No, there's a <laughs> lot of, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cameos though in the entourage movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. I rewatched entourage in, in quarantine, uh, Erica, but I did not rewatch the movie. So I should probably <laughs> go back and do that. Oh Is God. that the one with Adrian Grenier? Yeah, correct. That's yeah, all yeah. I know about it. He's, he's basically playing like a, a fictionalized version of Mark Wahlberg. Like it's based on Mark Wahlberg's life where basically he was trying to break into Hollywood. And then he had like, he he essentially brought his childhood friends from New York to Hollywood and he oh, had Boston, his right? entourage or sorry yeah Boston I guess in his, the in the entourage. show in the, sorry in entourage they're from New York but yeah. yes Mark Wahlberg from Boston so it's literally just about a famous actor and then his yeah. three friends I think they left out some whom, other stuff from Mark Wahlberg's uh, early days too yeah, they left out the good vibrations video where he's lifting the cinder blocks and well, several that's not what of, I meant. And, and several of the crimes that Mark yeah, Wahlberg okay. committed. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> although the way they talk and act in this show, it would not be surprising if Vincent Chase had some off-screen issues. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he's got his childhood best friend who is his manager. Uh, but who does not manage anybody else? He is just that, manages. Is that E? That's E. Okay. And you've got Vince's sort of like uh, gopher who that's, is that's ma- mainly his driver, but then yeah, yeah kind of, he has no discernible talent. He just kind of like does chores for Vince. Although in later seasons in entourage, he becomes a part owner of a tequila company so that he <laughs> tries, he tries to become a mogul. And then he has his half brother who is a failed TV actor. Who's trying to get back in the biz off of his brother's coattails. So there you go. Now that you, sounds now great. You know. I, I kind of want to watch it now. I watched Erica's eyes glaze over <laughs> halfway through describing <laughs> that. She went back to her vomiting delirium and was like, Jesus Christ, this is the show I tried to be on when I was sick. What a fucking nightmare. Yeah, we talk about Entourage, what, once every couple months. I wouldn't say it's like a, it's not like a solid. Rec- How many episodes of it have you seen, Stefan? Um, I feel like I watched some in college. I feel like I watched like the first two seasons in college, probably. Um, okay. and then just like stopped watching it, I guess. Um, like Erica, what's your entourage? What's your sort of like guilty, comfort? 
Yeah, what's your kind of like bullshit show that everybody hates, but like you got, but you know, you're like, hates. Oh, no. My most like probably influential (laughs) show in my life is The OC. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So people people don't hate that. that. People like The OC. Yeah. Yeah, People like The OC. I revisit. I have a lot. You know what? Actually, I have the box set of that 70s show. Wow. Oh, okay. okay. But I, I feel, like, I feel like people like that lot. show too, right? I Do think, they? I feel like. Has it aged good? I, I, like, I definitely watched it when it was on, but I is think it it's, still enjoyable to watch? I think it's tough to go back. Like, I, I find kind it of. tough to go back and watch any sitcom with a laugh track. That always is a little tough. And, yeah. but like, I think because it's already, it's not like it's all stuff from the seventies sort of. Right. So like, yeah, it is like a, it is like a late nineties, early two thousand sitcom, but it's also like all jokes about the seventies. So like, yeah, I, I think it, that sort of prevents it from aging poorly, maybe because it's already like dating itself in the concept of the I'm show. Sure, I think there's like some like racisty stuff oh, around. Probably. Yeah. Oh, then, yeah. That would be. Yeah. But I think the bigger problem are, are um, like Danny Masterson. Right. He's kind of a huge piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks for me because I had such a big crush on him. Yeah. They're bringing back. They're bringing it back, aren't they? Are they? They're doing that that 90s 90s show. show, I think. Oh no. Yeah. Because I remember they did for that. They did that 80s show for like one season, and it was a disaster. That 70s show was on. You know, because it was different characters. I think. Yeah. Do you remember when MTV did a reality show called That 70s House? No, oh, no. It was what? amazing. So it was like 2004, 2005. They got a bunch of like young people, like any MTV show, to come um, give up their phones and their MP3 players. I mean, back then it was like their flip phones and their like sure. CD player. But yeah. soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> give it up. And then they move into this house. And they have to live in true 70s, like, authentic lifestyle. It was hosted by Natasha Liguero. Um, <laughs> She had, like, a fake name. And <laughs> every once in a while, they would play the hustle, like, on a loudspeaker. And they'd all have to get up and do the hustle. And whoever, oh like, whoever was the most accomplished at living authentically 70s one like what 50k or something that sounds really good that sounds insane like i like that the idea of like there's been shows where it's like you've got to live the pioneer lifestyle like you got to go be in this log cabin and you know and it's like the idea that it's just like the most minor of yeah oh you got to use a landline only and uh, <laughs> the TV is in SD. Well, I think uh, now what you could do is you could do that two thousands house right, and it would be yeah it would be from it would be from two thousand four and it would be making like Gen Z kids uh, have to use like a flip phone or like a CD player or something right yeah. like it would essentially it's God I you'd hate have to put on an Interpol record old. and be like yeah, this is what we it. had sex to. I guess they would maybe like it a little bit, I think, right? But I, I I feel like so I know that 80s show sucked. It was only around for one season. And I feel like maybe it was like different actors entirely, so that was probably part of it. Yeah. Yes. I think but that this 90s one they're show, only bringing back uh the the parents, Betty Joe Rupp and, and Kurtwood Smith. 
They're who are not great. great. They're both great. They're great. They're, they're like for the best. Sure. They were the best part of that show. I feel. Yeah, like. sure. But like, are we not? I, I I assumed when they announced they were doing it, I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's going to be about Topher Grace and Laura Prepon's kids. Wait, so Topher Grace isn't even? They're not in it at all. No, I don't think so. What? They, I'll, I'll look it up, but I don't think they're in it. Okay, hold on. Is I think going to be on, on. I think ostensibly oh, it, it is, is about their kids. Yeah. Okay, I guess they are in it, but oh. It just oh. the way the way the trailer went, it seemed like they're not really. Yeah, they're only in it as special guest stars. So they bring back everybody except for Hyde. Um, it says yeah. like Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, Wilmer Valderrama, Tommy Chong all come back and then Topher Grace and Laura Prepon, but only as special guest stars. So they're not like on the show, really. Right. Huh. OK. And it's set in the summer of 1995. <clears throat> Okay. All right. It's coming out pretty soon. It's coming out January 19th. Oh, um, God. Oh, man. The music I, for the show is by James Iha of the Smashing Pumpkins. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I love when they do just like such on the nose bullshit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that 80s show was set in 1984 and it aired for uh, five months. <laughs> Uh, they they already made a good version of that 80s show. It was called Freaks and Geeks. We don't need another. That's true. Yeah. We don't need Um, another that 80s show. Wow. Um, Damn. Uh, You know what? Maybe I'll I'll watch a bit of that 90s show just to kind of. Yeah, I'm curious. Exactly. Just just out of curiosity. But there's no way it's going to be like good, right? No. It's it's just not possible. I mean, I only watch shit TV at the moment. Yeah. What are you like, what are you mostly watching now? 90 day, every every version of 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. I need to get like more into that. 100 spin-offs. No, I, I've seen No, you don't. No, well, so like You a, should. You should. Yeah, you I know, think Erica, it is don't. No, 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 listen, listen. I think <laughs> that show deserves an Emmy. Yeah. It is the only American TV show that truly paints Americans as fucking idiots and yeah. like delusional and they believe the propaganda of America being like the land of the home and the free. Meanwhile, most of the foreign spouses. Sorry, I'm lisping so much and I have to keep <laughs> swallowing my spit okay. from my fucking clear aligners. <laughs> um, but most of the foreign spouses are like, I don't want to move to America. It sucks. Can we please stay in Thailand? Yeah. Um, which is why. And my parents are from Poland. So it's really fun watching it with my parents because they're like, check, 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 check. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love it because it just showcases the worst of Americans. Yeah. That's kind of why I like, so my sort of similar obsession is, uh, the TV show bar rescue, um, which I, I think is sort of similar because you just see these like pig headed morons who are like these small business owners and they've like completely fucked up their lives trying to run this like shitty little bar. And then the host of the show is like this giant asshole Republican guy who just comes in and like screams at them for an hour. And then is like, all right, I fixed your bar. Bye. (laughs) Um, But it's like, it's, it's, it's similar in that you just see how stupid a lot of people are. Um, And obviously it's like very, very fake. It's like a, it's like a reality show. Right. So it's extremely fake, but um, 
I think that's my version of 90 Day Fiance, but I need to get into 90 Day Fiance because it's too I, I, long. I talked about this. Oh, no. I, I talked about this, Erica. There's please. just so many it spin-offs. It is so right? long. There's like, just... the, 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 when it starts, it's fine. Okay, I watched the very first <laughs> season of it and it was like 40 minute episodes and there's like eight episodes. Okay, For whatever. For me, it's like WWE. Like you have to know some of the, like, the backstory. <laughs> All the storylines and stuff. So, like, yeah. yeah, to know because a lot of people end up like dating each other's sure. exes or like right. right. Why is this woman from the Czech Republic body slamming this man? <laughs> uh, it makes no sense. Do you think uh, they all have like a like a slack that they're in together or something where they're just like all because like yeah, but it's not a slack. It's ninety day fiance. It's a Facebook page. Let's yeah, be honest. Right. They yeah. have a private it's a, it's Facebook, a private Facebook page. page. You're totally right. Uh, where they post on each other's wall. I know. <laughs> I, I just we. I'll say this. I've watched two seasons. The, yeah. Like I said, first season I watched of, of just was, ninety day fiance because we yes, know how many spinoffs. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it wasn't like oh, Mary. Married to the married to the passport or whatever the other <laughs> ones are called, but the um I don't know that was the best thing I could think of. I'm sick. The um uh but we watched then we just watched like a random season. It was like season eleven or some shit, and every fucking episode was two hours, and there was mm-hmm. like fourteen of them. Like, I yeah, I love it. This my I can't. That was like mind blowing to me. I needed to take breaks. I was like, I can't watch this much of this bullshit in a row it was fucking wild i'm going to i'm just gonna read all of the spinoffs again i know we did this Uh, before we did this like a month ago yeah i know but i am just like blown away once again so we have 90 okay now that we have an expert here erica can maybe tell us what the best spinoff is oh yeah so we can read them and then and then i'll I'll read them out and then you tell us okay yeah so there's like seven or eight or eight seasons of just 90 day fiance just the regular base version of the show uh and then we've got 90 day fiance happily ever after that's and, good. I'm watching that right now. Okay. And then before the 90 days. And happily oh, ever after. No, before the 90 days is even better. Okay. I think this is, I mean, there's these all sound good. And so have, happily ever after is after they get married. They like, after fo- they it's get like married a follow up. It's either after, yeah, either they get married the, or they're divorced and they're like dating new people. Okay. Yeah. And then we've got 90 day fiance. What now? Now, what oh, is I haven't that? seen that one. Okay. Mm, that's an uh, orgy. That's an orgy competition. It it's seems where they like, bring them all together and they're oh, like, let's that's see available, what That's available only on TLC Go, uh, which I guess is like oh. a TLC like streaming service or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. And then we have 90 Day Fiance <laughs> The Other Way, which is where the they American partner to the moves to the other country. Yep. That sounds like it could be good. That's good. I think I've seen a couple of those. Okay, and then uh, under other spinoffs, there's like 15 more. So we have Pillow Talk, which that's is a, fun. That's like a, a reaction show featuring <laughs> yeah. 90 Day alumni. Are they in bed? Are they in bed yeah. when they do it? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. The Family Chantel. That uh, was also really good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, they're all good. <laughs> they all sound good. Uh, then we have this one's just an online only series called Just Landed. Which is just about the first twenty four hours after the couple arrives in the United States. Oh sort of my the, God, that the first forty eight. But yeah, for, I was going to say the ninety for, version of the first forty eight. It's like uh, a little, a little. Yeah. And then this is seven fifty seven a.m. Like the, flashes the bottom. The start of the, of the, of the pandemic. This was self quarantined, which is is the couples filming themselves rather than being filmed oh. by a camera crew. Oh. Uh, and then B ninety strikes back. Uh, 
which is before the 90 days alumni responding to viewers' critiques and questions. Oh, then, funny. Oh, no. Then Darcy and Stacy. And <laughs> oh, I know, love I know, them. Yeah, I know who they are. They're like the twin sisters, right? They're from the town over from me. Oh, wow. Oh, really? So okay. when I watch it, I like, I know what stop and shop they're going to. <laughs> what, uh, what state? What, where? Like, I'm what from city? the shitty part of Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut. So uh, I'm from Connecticut. I will say I'm from Connecticut, but I'm not from Fairfield County. Okay. And there is a, okay. like the part of Connecticut I'm from is a lot more like akin to New Jersey, where it's like factories, Dunkin' Donuts and crime. Okay. <laughs> Sick. That sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah uh, so shout out if you're from Connecticut and you're listening to this, Erica is. I not think we from do Fairfield have some, County. Don't we get have it wrong. some uh, Connecticut yeah. listeners? I'm pretty sure. I oh, we, we definitely do. do. Yeah, most um, of our listeners are Americans. That's so. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Darcy and Stacy. That sounds good. I, I know. I've seen a couple. Episodes <clears throat> we got a cameo of, from Darcy. We did. I, I've got a. I've seen a couple episodes of just 90 Day Fiance with them, and they're fucking insane and it's great They're amazing. There's I, a new season coming out. Okay, I, I need to. I have so much to catch up on. Then we have. Uh, happily ever after strikes back. <laughs> then ninety day bears all. Then ninety day diaries. Oh my god! Then the other way strikes back. <laughs> then ninety day journey. Ninety day the single life. Former cast mm-hmm. members whose relationships ended during or after oh, okay. the show start dating again. Okay. <laughs> then oh, ninety day just watched ninety day the single life pillow talk. A yeah. companion oh, series to the single life God. that follows the same premise as Pillow Talk, uh, which was the reaction show, and then Ninety Day Love in Paradise. So, out of out of uh, those uh, one thousand shows that I just listed, which one is uh, is definitely like obviously Ninety Day is like is is that the best one? Even I mean, or I think the best better? one would just be to watch um, either Ninety Day yeah. Beyonce the the normal one or do Before the Ninety Days because okay. that is when. Is that just them like online kind of like meeting each other sort of? So not all of them meet online. There are people that like authentically meet like on vacation. On vacation, yeah. Right. Things like that. So it's about the person, the American going to the foreign person's country or whatever. And like trying to decide if they want to get engaged. Okay. That sounds... usually the end is uh, like they break up or they get engaged. Okay. I could see the appeal of that. That sounds I think really I, good. I think I've told the story before about the guy I used to play hockey with who basically had like a 90 day fiance situation. Have you? I don't know. Oh, I used to play. I used to play hockey with this guy and he was this like tall kind of gangly gawky kind of like <laughs> soft software guy. He was like six, six and just kind of like very quiet, nerdy mm-hmm. guy. Nice guy, but just, yeah, kind of very quiet and nerdy. And he would always tell us about how he had this fiance that lived in Thailand. And we were like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, because he just didn't seem like the type of guy that like it seemed like he was lying. Like, it seemed like he was just the type of guy who was like, yeah, yeah, I have a fiance in Thailand. We're like, yeah, okay, dude, whatever. And then one year out of nowhere, he's like, yeah, I'm going to Thailand for six weeks because I'm helping like I'm getting married there to that girl and then i'm bringing her back with me because canada i don't think has a similar 90 day thing but he was gonna go marry her to bring her back so he marries her brings her back and she is insane (laughs) she's nuts like in a good way in a good way but like fucking wild like this guy yeah software developer whatever he's six six she's probably five feet tall on a good day small thai woman 
And she would come to our hockey games. And by the way, I was playing in a church league. I'm not a church guy, but oh, it was I think a church you, hockey league. I think maybe league. you yes. have told me this. And yes. she just would get so she, into the games. And yes. Like- she would, she brought, uh, <laughs> she would bring like a, uh, like a, um, like a swell water bottle and would hit it on the wall when we <laughs> scored and stuff and like was leaving like chunks in the wall of this like local That's so arena. Good. I love that. And then she started being like, uh, his, his, I won't say his name, but she would start saying his name and she'd be like, if you score, I'm going to fuck you tonight. And like, all <laughs> like screaming and like, I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick. If oh you my score. God. At the church league was just like saying this shit straight up. I love her. Oh, yeah. She would yell at her name was. Uh, well, I shouldn't say her name either, but she was she would yell <laughs> at the other team to fuck you. Like if he got in kind of like a little scrap, she'd be like, fuck you. Get away from my man. Fuck you. I'll fucking kill you. Like she that's is so nuts. that's so good. That fucking yeah. rocks. It ruled. It what ruled big love? time. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it seems like they have a yeah. good thing going. Yeah, yeah. It, it was wild, yeah. especially knowing him. But yeah. it's like you meet you met her a couple times and you're like, damn, this guy fucks like this guy is getting insane, <laughs> insane ass when he goes home. You're just like, <laughs> oh my it just God, blow. especially playing with all these church league guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I'm married and I have three kids and like oh. my life's whatever. And then, yeah, she comes out to the first game. I'm like, this guy is getting laid every day. That's, it's like the best life you could. You could. That's ever incredible. Imagine. That's so funny. Um, yeah, have either rocked. of you? The show just came out. Um, <laughs> it's called Paul T. Goldman. Oh, I've heard uh, it's good. People are saying it's good. Yeah, so it's sort of sim- like it's it's part of it is about a guy who uh, goes over to Russia to to bring home like a Russian bride. There's a lot of other stuff going on, but I, I think it's not. It's fiction, though. Mm, it's it's a the concept is so so they've been filming it for like ten years. I want they've been filming it for a while. Okay, and uh, essentially, it's this guy who like self published a book about how his uh, ex wife basically like completely like scammed him. Uh, I, I don't want to go into too much detail because there's like a lot of moving parts in the show, but the, the conceit of the show is this guy like self published a book and then um, uh, approached like a, a writer director to like help, help him like put the show together. But he like wrote a screenplay based on the book as well. And so a lot of the show is him reenacting stuff from his screenplay that he wrote himself and he's playing himself uh mm. in in the reenactments but like everyone else is like an actor and it's just like it's oh like vi- the show about the show or something yeah so it does very much feel like a nathan fielder kind of like rehearsal sort is of thing he like too. A, is he like a mentally unwell guy is that sort of uh, the point of he's it? got a lot of he's got a lot of things going on sure, um, sure. but he's like so fascinating he's just a really strange character where is this on? Um, it's on Peacock. Uh, it's also on okay. Producer Dan's Plex server if you have access to that. It kind of sounds... Yeah, Erica, if you have access to Producer Dan's Plex, <laughs> it's on there. Uh, it's really, really quite good, though. So yeah, sounds, I watched that. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a, a friend of mine was like a film school guy, and he met this guy who was autistic but had like a a dream of being like an action superhero and he Mm -hmm. would like write his own scripts his hero was like arnold schwarzenegger and he would like write all these action movie scripts and whatever and my friend ended up befriending him and they decided to make one of his movies and he plays like the arnold schwarzenegger character so they did like so they so the movie is kind of like a half sort of like 
it's like about the making of the movie about as well. The guy, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's it's very cool. It's called Jimbo. Um, I'm not sure if it's like really widely available, but it was like a that sounds very sweet. Sort of like a similar. Yeah, it, it is yeah. very sweet. The guy. This, the, this one the is a little bit cool. This one's a little darker. I think it's <clears throat> anyway. I've, I've only seen three episodes. I think there's only three episodes out uh, as we record this, hmm. but uh, it's like incredible. It's really quite good. So that's What's that's my recommendation. Again? It's called Paul T. Goldman. All right, that. Yeah. It's, right. uh, it's Can I ask, look, where in Canada are you guys? Oh, we're in uh, Vancouver. Oh, okay. Yeah. Vancouver, British okay. Columbia, Canada. Yeah. Have you been to Vancouver been, before? Yep. I oh. lived in Seattle oh, okay. for four years, so I went up to Vancouver a couple times. Nice. But nice. I have family in Montreal, so I always like consider myself... You're an honorary kind of Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. Honorary. I've been up for yeah. Canada Day a few times. Whoa. You're Canadian, yeah. yeah. If you've been in Montreal yeah. for Canada Day. Yeah. I mean, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And especially because it's like Canada Day to them. It's a different it's a different vibe. Yeah. It's a different feel because they are sort of like, yeah, but do we even like Canada? You the know, Quebecois so it's like are so, the scariest people on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like them. Well, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get a lot of money. Am I gonna get Canadian canceled? Gover- yeah, well, no. we get a lot of money from the Canadian government to do this show, so we, we will have to edit that out. But um, no, I'm just kidding. We don't, but we should. We should apply for grants. We just never do it. <laughs> anyway, speaking of applying anyway. for grants, let's move on to our social media updates. What a good segue! Boy, was it smooth? Stefan and John are gonna bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Erica, we always like to start with the guest. What is going on on your social media? On my social media? Yeah, just like, or anything you've seen on your social media that's funny or interesting or... A funny post, a weird post. It could be your personal... Yeah, like whatever. Okay, so... Also, I'm really sorry if you could hear me swallowing every five seconds. This is it's okay. covered up by John's uh, very loud coughing. So you're okay. okay. Good. Yeah, exactly. People aren't too worried about about your. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you're fine. <laughs> okay, good. So I've kind of I have this like New Year rebrand for my personal account and kind of life, um, where I only want to use the internet in the same way that I used it in 2005. So rather than my Instagram being like things that I'm shopping for and like really intimidating models that are really hot that make me feel bad about myself, I'm only following meme accounts and like a Pingu screenshot of the day. Um, So... All I'm posting on my Instagram story are memes that I've collected throughout the day or the week that I find this. really funny. That's so, that's so nice. When we, that's good. Uh, when we met virtually, and I've noticed a lot of Pingu, a lot of Pingu things <laughs> happening in my stories. Pingu which I like. I remember Pingu watching Pingu, Pingu rock, yeah. growing up. It's similar to that. There's the there's the the Gumby. Uh, screen grab of the day. Yeah, as well. I love Gumby. Also very yeah. good. Yeah, but that's so nice. You're just like it is. I've been attempting to do this for the last couple of years. Like my algorithm now and most of my Twitter feed is just like pictures of my cat or pictures yeah. of other people's cats. And like, it is nice to to know that you can still, there's like nice parts of online still, you know? I'm just like recreating E-bomb's world for myself. <laughs> that Smart. rocks. Yeah. That's good. Smart. Like, I, I just want to laugh. I don't want to look at like emaciated models. I want to like have a good time. Yeah. 
That's good. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Is it it working basically? Like, is your algorithm now entirely what you want it to be? It's get. It's not there a hundred percent. I keep getting like a lot of belly dancing on my for you page, which is confusing. But then (laughs) I like end up watching hours of belly dancing. That's why Um, you keep getting it. That's the problem. You watch one. Like I've talked about this on the show before. Yeah, but you get one weird thing. My explore tab always, always is people getting engaged. I don't, I don't know why, like people I don't know. And it won't yeah. even necessarily be famous people. Like I can understand if, you know, a couple famous people get engaged and they push that to your for you page, you know, but like, I, it'll just be two random people and the girl, like, you know, doing the ring to the <laughs> camera, like, Oh my God, that's the best thing in my life or whatever. And I don't, I, I mean, I got married last year, but I genuinely they don't know. understand, I guess. But even getting married doesn't mean I want to see other people's like engagements. Like it's fucking bizarre. Let me see if there's one up right now. But you know, what's even weirder is that like about a year ago, I exclusively had Mennonite influencers on my For You page. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That's and interesting. Then I, I fell down that hole. So like. I, I be, and then I started following all of them because I needed to know what pyramid scheme they were a part of because they all sell <laughs> aromatherapy and there's like three last names associated with like American Mennonites. Yeah. So I feel like I know them very well now. Yeah. Um, I love Mennonites. Whenever I, I've, I've got family in Ontario and whenever I go back, we always go to like the farmer's markets and stuff. And Mennonite, cool. Mennonite food is so fucking good too. Oh my Isn't God. Isn't that Lily Collins? Yes, it is. Uh, I don't know who Lily Collins is, but uh, this is, yeah, Vogue Weddings. So this was not a... Emily in Paris. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. Celebrities go above and beyond when it comes to weddings, and the same applies to The Ring. If these stunning engagement rings from your favorite stars prove anything, a diamond, if not a marriage, is forever. What the fuck does that? Most celebrities get divorced. Vogue has rounded up all the best celebrity engagement rings. Everything from Lily Collins, rose cut bezel set diamond to Elizabeth Taylor's 33 carat diamond from Richard Burton. Though it was just a gift, not an engagement bauble and beyond. Tap the link in our bio for ring inspiration galore. Holy fuck. Like why? So that's just on your algorithm. That's just on my algorithm. It's just, yeah. And the count is literally just Vogue weddings. Uh, oh, here we go. There's a three fun date ideas in Dublin that don't involve drinking. Like what? Like what do they think? This I'm already married. It's like it's, <laughs> it's like when and not that I would want to see that even when I was engaged, but it's like when you buy a product and then they start advertising it to yeah. you because you bought it and then the receipts in yeah. your email. It's like I already fucking bought this thing. Don't I don't need to see? It's the same shit. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm married. I don't need any more. Uh, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> Jeez. I think they're trying to convert me to Mennonite. Yeah, because it's Mennonites and Quiverfuls. So and I'm what? like re- Quiverful. They're like the families that um, oh. try to have many kids as possible because yeah. they're arrows for oh. Jesus. Right. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like they're the, called Quiverfuls. Is it like the, the Quiverful Doug, of the arrows. Duggar family? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I follow so many and it's really <laughs> dark because all the women are like promoting like being raped by their husband. Um, oh, oh God. Jesus. Yeah. That, it's were John really and Kate dark. Plus eight, were they those type of people? They were like, those no, no. I, I think they didn't necessarily expect to have that many kids. Uh, maybe. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, I think that was like, uh, you know, Oh, I have a funny John and Kate plus eight story. Oh, okay. yes. Uh, I lived in Princeton, New Jersey for a year. <laughs> and uh, John, 
abandoned his family to become a local DJ. Oh, he DJs and, at Chili's, right? Yeah, he held the door open. <laughs> like, there's like one bar in Princeton that like grad students and older people go to, which is where I would go on Friday nights because there's nothing to do there. And one night he came and he DJed and he just played like three hours of Danza Kuduro or like Despacito <laughs> and left. And that's like, and that's, his life, that's his life now. Yeah. In like an Ed Hardy t-shirt. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I think He's I follow him on the Instagram New Jersey, and... Pennsylvania circuit. Are there still like, do we think there's still people out there that would like fuck John just to say they fucked him? He had a girlfriend um, oh, okay. that he was fighting with the whole night. <laughs> that makes Got sense. It. Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like to me that would, cause he sort of seems like that sort of skeezy, creepy kind of guy where it would yeah. almost be like, yeah, I'm DJing off of my very limitedly famous name at this point. Uh, but whatever, I'm, I still get laid by these girls in small towns or whatever that were like, oh, I saw you on the TV. Yeah. 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 It seemed like that. Yeah. So I was laughing. I thought the whole thing was really oh, funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. 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 That would be great. Um, so my I'm social- doing block party ends. Yeah. <laughs> going to become a DJ at Boston Pizzas. Yeah. My, uh, <laughs> my update this week is kind of nasty. Oh, um, uh, Stefan. I'm sorry. Why do you do that to us? I'm, I'm going first, to first I, episode recording of the new. Year. I know. I know. I'm going to post a link. You don't have to click on this link. <sighs> um, but I'll be uh, clicking er- on this link. Erica, are you familiar with the website? I was poisoned. Uh, Stefan, why do you keep bringing this? No, up? I actually saw you fucking. Oh, post I should online. do that. I get food poisoning every three months. You will love this website. Uh, because every three it, months. I have a very I I had a very severe bout of food poisoning that landed me in the hospital when I was 18 and ever since then I've had a lot of stomach problems oh my god um, are you so it's, do, it, it, sorry yeah go ahead. go ahead no you go I was just gonna say like food poisoning can actually be really bad oh it, <laughs> oh it's, yeah it's not sure. good at all well I was no. just gonna say do you still have your appendix unfortunately yeah yeah because sometimes if you think it's <clears throat> frequent food poisoning it's actually your appendix is trying to get out of your body oh yeah because you got your appendix removed right i got my appendix out yeah and i know yeah. someone similar who was just like for like two years like once a month was like oh i get food poisoning like once a month and then it turned out that when he finally needed his appendix out they were basically like yeah your appendix is too was too strong to burst so it was like trying to burst, but it wouldn't. And so he would end up getting symptoms of like an appendix bursting without it actually bursting. And he was just like, yeah, whatever that people get food poisoning, like it happens. But typically if, if it's that common could be an appendix thing, but you also can't really go to your doctor and be like, maybe my appendix is fucked up. Just take it out for fun. So I wow. didn't realize appendicitis made you throw up. Yeah, it definitely can for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mine, mine did not when I had mine out, but um, it, it it is one of the thi- like, it is one of the things where like, so I had I would say five to ten I would say like attacks where I could feel my appendix hurting a lot and I would have GI issues. Uh, like I'd be woken up in the middle of the night and then I would be up for four or five hours having a hard time and then and I would be fine. At some point, it would go away and I'd be fine in the morning. And basically, the th- the theory or the thought was that that was my appendix, like trying to go, but it wasn't going. So, whoa. Yeah. Wow. So, well, anyway. 
This is sort of about, I guess it's not sort of, this is about <laughs> vomiting. Um, I just thought this was very funny. This was because... so fucking gross. I couldn't believe you posted this shit. I saw it and <laughs> I was, it was disgusting. <laughs> it, it is really gross, especially like the picture itself is gross when you see it. But then when you read the description of what the picture it's is, it's way worse. It's way, way worse. worse. I'm not. not under- is you- it just the raw chicken? Well, oh, don't, don't read. I mean, I'll read the description out, I guess. But it, so I, at first I thought, oh, this is funny that it's just, raw chicken because I, I think there is something kind of funny first of all it's funny because it's a it's like a british guy eating kfc so british kfc already as a concept is very funny uh so this is a this is from kfc in shrewsbury yeah and in in britain it's called uh, kent fried chicken that's very um, good john now thank you now you also didn't explain what i was poisoned is to erica oh yeah I so i was of, poisoned I is like uh is like a website where uh, it like basically crowdsources like people can send in uh, incident reports sort of of like, oh, I think I got food poisoning and here's what I ate and here's when I ate it and here's where I ate it. Um, so this so is going to be my new obsession. It's fucking insane. And there's some of it's most of it is kind <clears throat> of like boring, but every so often you get like a truly unhinged post. And this is one of those posts. So I'm going to read this. This is uh, KFC Shrewsbury. Uh, this is one week ago. I uh, so I'm just gonna I'll just read the whole thing. Purchased mighty bucket for one via drive-through. Very funny phrase right there. Uh, what is the mighty bucket for one? Did you ever actually look it up? No, I'll look see, it up right bucket now. You for can one. you can KFC. read it and I'll look it up. Um, I guess it's oh okay. It's just a lot of shit in a bucket, basically. Yeah, the mighty bucket for one is you get uh you get two pieces of original recipe chicken two chicken tenders and an individual popcorn chicken served with individual fries and two dips that's a decent amount of food i would say it's ten dollars in canada a okay. ten dollar mighty bucket so probably like one. eight eight seven or eight pounds maybe and uh yeah um like that. so anyway this this guy purchased a mighty bucket for one via drive-thru the next sentence is even better ate in car in dark so couldn't see food properly um, so this guy was eating a mighty bucket for one, uh, in the in dark, his, in his, car, in his car in the pitch black. It was hot and outer coating, very crispy. Five ah. hours later, I had severe stomach cramps, shivers, and nausea followed by diarrhea and vomiting for several hours. Now this is where it gets really nasty. And I'm sorry. The picture that he posted again, just looks like raw chicken because it is just raw chicken. But I assumed when I saw the picture at first that it was just the raw chicken that was like left over. That is not the case. Uh, because what the picture is, and I'm going to read the next sentence here, stomach contents showed pink raw chicken. I think the heat and crispness of the outer coating disguised this whilst eating it. Uh, and then he has posted a picture of the raw chicken that he vomited up into like a little, or I guess maybe it's the leftover because it's in a, no, I, I don't think it is. No, he threw it, it up and it's like, a, it's in like it a plastic out. container. Yeah, you're totally, and it's chewed up on parts. Yeah, anyway, really absolutely disgusting. But that's what, what I was poisoned.com is all about. That it was raw, you would think so, right? I don't eat. You would meat, definitely so I, know. I don't know, but you, you, you would definitely you would know. know. You should be able to tell. I think you would know. Uh, I think this guy. I, I don't know. Maybe he eats in his car in the dark on a regular basis. But even in the dark, he's saying it was hot and outer coating very crispy. So that like disguised the rawness of the chicken. But that's not. There's no way. It definitely. No. Okay, you know? I need to send you something. Okay. Um. <laughs> So I, I just moved from London 
And I am obsessed with how bad British food is. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. that a lot of British people can discern that they're eating bad food. <laughs> um, and there's this guy. <laughs> super, if you go to Instagram and you type in super ped Jason. Okay, that's already not a great... Uh... It's <laughs> not a great name, super ped, <laughs> super ped Jason. Okay. Oh, he's he's oh this God. guy who like posts oh. his meals, and they are atrocious. Oh. This is this is a gold mine for Stefan. He this loves perfect. this. He loves I, this I, kind this of is, content. Erica, thank you so much. I, You're I, this welcome. Is fantastic. Sorry, this uh, is what I should have brought to no, the table. This, no, yeah, this is all I'm, you I've been obsessed with him for so long that I yeah. forget. The, but it's funny because uh, every once in a while he ends up in the hospital, and he's like. <laughs> Oh my my uh, stomach hurts. I have to eat <laughs> soup and ginger ale. Um, oh. and his captions are amazing. Just the oh my god! This one is like what? Oh, there's like a potato. This is wall. really fucking oh. gross. Um, I like two things I like about this this profile so far. One is there's just a random picture of like a moped halfway through. Because um, <laughs> he's a big says, time gambler. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's what super ped comes from. He's like a big moped guy, but it says new bike today. Early Christmas present off super Carnegie and Mandy. Lovely. My old one will be going on bonkers competitions soon. I know this is English technically, but <clears throat> what the fuck is he talking about? I don't no know what idea. that means. I don't know what any of that means, but look then at, I also look at the one, like, look at the one I just sent, by the way. This is the nastiest one so far. I like that some of them are also just like regular meals. Like No, that one looks good. The the that, uh, I've seen him do a lot. Oh, spaghettios and uh, potato waffles, and then like uh, tater tots with like a little dab of like barbecue sauce or something on each one. I don't know. So, you're right. Some of this is like okay. That's like steak and fries. No, I it's mean, like a pub food thing. But a lot of this is like November thirty. <laughs> Holy! Fuck. Oh no, <laughs> that's really bad. But then that he'll have like the diarrhea. odd one that's just like very normal. Like this one is just like roast beef, beans, uh, yeah. Brussels sprouts, fries. I mean, it, he and covers parsnips. it. In I mean, there's, gravy. there's, there's gravy. so much gravy. There's sure. so much gravy. But yeah. that is okay. Yeah, uh, Erica, this, this is my new obsession. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Wonderful. I love him so much. Oh, Stefan loves this bullshit. Um, oh, this is great. Right. Well, my social John. media update is very fun. Dan, I, I uh, sent it to you. It's like a, it's one minute long, but we really only need the last 30 seconds. This was uh, someone posted on Twitter, Stefan Bielik. And they said, I didn't know Miss World was a thing still, but I've been watching how the French woman introduces herself for about half an hour. And so it's the Miss World competition. And it's just basically a string of women all in a row and they just come up and say what country they're from. And they're like, okay. just, they basically just yell it and they're very excited. I just and watched it. I'll tell you that like, you cannot prepare yourself. Like, even though, you know, the woman from France is going to say it insane. You genuinely cannot prepare yourself for how she says it. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Okay. So Dan, fire it up. And yeah. You can skip to like halfway through because she's right at the end and we don't need all of them. Okay. 
What was that? <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's so fucking good. Yeah, it's so good. It was awesome because, like, I think, and Erica, maybe um, I'll ask you first, what did you think? So, obviously, you read the tweet. It's like, France pronounces the country weird. What in your mind were you thinking? Like, how were you thinking she was going to say it? The- <laughs> okay, Erica's still laughing. I'll say this. I'll say what really made it even funnier for me was I thought the whole time it was going to be, like, low-key. Because you watch all these women, oh, and like they're she's like, gonna whisper Costa Rica, yeah. Egypt, and so I, what I was thinking is she was going to be like France, you know, like that. So in my yeah. mind, which would have still been quite funny for sure, but I was preparing for it to be like oh, low key, and then she comes in and just like France, and I just like <laughs> <laughs> did her voice sort of crack? I guess yes. or was it, okay, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It yeah. took me a while to figure out what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was just France in a French accent, but yeah. Um, oh, wonderful. Really so good. Uh, oh, well, God. She probably should have been blocked from Miss World. And speaking of being blocked, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a block tale. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a block tail. All right, I Erica. need like five minutes to recover. <laughs> <laughs> I you should be laughing. It. No, it's great. It's great. She's just excited. She's happy to be oh. here, and I'm and I'm happy for her. <laughs> so happy. Uh, <laughs> you're so happy. You're just crying, usually. Okay. All right. Uh, Erica, uh, you're, the floor is yours. I, I believe oh this uh, one of the blocks. Uh, oh, I'm excited. Go ahead. Tell us about your 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 block tale. I have a long history of blocking and being blocked um, by various people and entities. So I don't have a very good story of me blocking someone. The only one that I could think of was the time a dad discovered my instagram and then yeah, tried tell to us about your instagram me. <laughs> tell us about your instagram because um, i think people maybe don't know about it so my instagram yeah it's dumb i so ever since i was 20 i've talked to middle-aged right. men on tinder and posted our conversations of them kind of, and i always say i always ask them the same questions what do you do do you have kids because back in like 2014 tinder was exclusively kind of like a millennial dating slash hookup app and this was like pre-QAnon so like boomers weren't really as on top of social media as they are now and so I was very curious like what man over 50 was on tinder or even like knew about it um, and so I started swiping right on them and then like, what do you do? Do you have kids? Why are you on here? What are you looking for? And I was like a student living in a basement with five other girls. And I'm like, well, wh- like, what would we do together? And just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> and your whole thing is they knew that you were 20. Like you weren't yeah. trying to catfish them necessarily or anything. No. You were just like, 
I am a 20 year old woman and they are matching with you. So that's, yeah. you know, already a, a problem. But I was like, I'm like a student and like, I am still like a young bimbo. Like, and also I wasn't like, <laughs> I wasn't posting my, my, my pictures were very like LinkedIn appropriate. They weren't scandalous in any way. Yeah. So I'm like, why are they swiping on a girl with a septum piercing? Um <laughs> And, like, pretty much immediately, I was getting these antiquated 90s porn uh, fantasies without me provoking them. It was like, well, I just want a tight young woman to show up on my doorstep in a trench coat and a G-string and stilettos. And <laughs> you crawl up to me and then I ravage you. Do you have a landing strip? Um <laughs> So <laughs> and I loved that I was being reduced to uh you sure. know a, a genital strip. piercings and yeah. a hairless coochie. Um but I thought it was, so I had one dad whose profile photo had his like five year old son in his lap. And he sent me one of these like really extensive fantasies. And I was like, well, if I'm the stepmother of your kids soon, like I should meet them. And then he got into like, I am a dad and I am very protective of my family. And I thought the juxtaposition of like his fantasy and like yeah. demeaning me as a 20 year old and then <laughs> him being like this paternal protector um, was really funny. And yeah. so like, for daddy was born. Um <laughs> Mostly to like challenge these dads and like why I I always try to get to like, well, why do you want someone half your age? Yeah. Right. Um, and the more you ask, the more you're like, oh, I am just a tight pussy. And that's or what they really want is a blank slate and they want someone who will agree with them find them impressive right. and like they want to feel something. And the only thing, right. the only way they could get that is from, or they think from women half their age. So anyways, that's swipes for daddy. And I was always very, I was anonymous for a very long time. Um, I've always been very careful about like not using photos that are on my personal social media accounts. But I posted one dad's like profile photo, not it, it doesn't have his face in it, but it was like a smiley face. It was very stupid. I thought it was funny at the time because um, I'm like, how is this man picking up women with like a smiley face profile? Um, and I posted it not thinking anything of it. And the next day I wake up to like my parents' address in the comments. Oh, my God. And, like, my high school and, like, weird oh, things man. like that. Jesus Christ. But this was 2016, I think. So I didn't have that many. I probably had, like, 10, 12,000 followers at the time. It was still pretty new. Um, but it really freaked me out. I went to Tinder, realized, like, he was fucking angry. He was like calling me a bitch and that he was going to get me. And he like had some kind of techie type job. 
and he just wanted to like cancel me or kill oh me or God. something. Jesus so Christ. Did he was he... the only one I like blocked and like reported in a way that felt right. kind yeah. of sinister or dangerous. But other yeah. than that, like my I just block incels. Yeah, sure. Um, of course. As one which does. Is like all the time. I recently, <laughs> like a month ago or two months ago, I had to block one of my simps. So oh, that was no. kind of yeah. heartbreaking. We hate to see that. <laughs> yeah, no, he like turned against me. He like started commenting that I was like fishing for content and that women who are in their 20s can make decisions for themselves and like we're not victims. And then I clicked and I was like, this is a very familiar account that like was commenting. I clicked on the account and I went to messages and it was like, reply guy shit like replying to every single one of my posts like begging for my attention terrible and I had to block them we hate to, we Tragic. hate to see it we hate to see it now you you also told me <clears throat> that you got you got blocked from tinder oh i'm completely yeah so i'm blocked i have about a dozen burner phones <laughs> okay um <laughs> i'm very good I have very good followers who send me their old iPhones. Um, That's unreal. So I have like, I think, I think I have four on me right now. But um, so I started getting blocked from Tinder for like bad behavior. Because they would find out that you were posting the content on Instagram or whatever. I think so. And I've done a deep dive onto like Tinder and Hinge's uh, community guidelines. And you yep. can get blocked or like taken down if you don't meet up with people. Oh, oh okay. Interesting. I think okay. that's Hinge. But I think because um, men on Tinder report anything that they don't like, yeah. even if it's like a joke, or or if I challenge them a bit, like, oh, that sounds like a bit like a something a pedophile would say um <laughs> they report me yeah and right, i think if i right. get enough reports there's just like my an account is automatically probably. taken down yeah, i don't I think gotcha. there's like a real human looking at it right gotcha, but it got gotcha. to the point where i made so many new tinder accounts and you can't do it on the same ip address you can't do it i couldn't do it on the same phone i had to get a new phone to make a new tinder with a new phone number and a new apple id um, so I have like a million Google phone numbers. I bought SIM cards to make new accounts. Um, <laughs> it got like, it's like intense and I'm lucky that some people have like donated to the swipes fund for it. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. And then it got to the point where I couldn't even make a Tinder account using my face because they do like a photo verification thing now. Oh, so, like, I, shit. So you set up an account, you add photos and then they're like, okay, we have to verify that it's you. So you have to like hold up the phone and do like a peace sign and automatically am banned. Oh my God. So I had to get my roommate <laughs> to make an account with her face. <laughs> and then I replaced her photos with like really obscure ones of me. <laughs> That's unreal. Wow. Wow. Okay. So that's where we're at with that's Tinder. impressive. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, dodging dodging the Tinder police. It's, that's uh, that is yeah. very impressive. Yeah. Very good. And 
They, my Instagram has been taken down four times. Oh my God. To, and I'm lucky because one of my followers worked for Meta and was able to file like internal reports for me to get my account put back in. Damn. You got wow. a good uh, you got a good army, the swipes army. Yeah, uh, the swipes is, army. It's very, very impressive. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. I mean, I but know they really uh, fucking hate me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that uh, yeah, our mutual friend who uh who asked you to be on the show is is a huge fan of your account and and that was sort of and knew of a lot of these kind of uh these sort of uh you know run-ins that you'd had with Tinder. So it's it's great. I've been I I've been following the account since and uh it's very funny. I mean, it's a great, it's a great account. And, uh, I just truly hope I'm 37 and, uh, truly hope I don't, uh, lose my <laughs> mind when Becca eventually divorces me and yeah. I find my way on the swipes for daddy account. Uh, I'll find we've, got, you. <laughs> we've great, we've, we've great. Holy fuck. We've got a great listener block. I almost said we great a got, that would have been a disaster. You're fine. You're okay. You're sick. You're a little sick. So that's true. We got a great listener block this week. This one comes in from Gumby and I thought it fit well with the theme of the episode because it's also about old men being online. Uh, Gumby was blocked by uh, Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. the WWE wrestler Goldust. Okay. Uh, speaking of WWE as well. Uh, hey, Block Boys. Earlier, professional wrestler Dustin Rhodes, more commonly known as Goldust, tweeted, value yourself and your worth. Don't rely on others to do so. Just know where you stand with you. That's all that matters. Hashtag keep stepping. Hashtag know your worth. Some weird mark asked him if that meant that his current company, AEW, doesn't know his worth, so he was going back to WWE, to which I replied, no, Dustin is just old. This is just how old people talk. Brackets. Sorry, Dustin. I guess he didn't like that because people in the replies started calling me ageist and Dustin <laughs> immediately blocked me. <laughs> Love the show. So thank you, Gumby, for sending that Thanks, one Gumby. in. That's uh, funny. <laughs> if you want to send I get listener, that a lot. Oh, really? A lot of oh, yeah. uh, inspirational yeah. uh, advice? Well, that and being called an ageist. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that that makes sense. Uh, if you want to send in a listener block, you can do so uh, by sending in an email to blocked at blockedparty.com, or you can fill out the form on our website. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash blockparty, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. And we just announced the new $100 club parameters for this year. Uh, we're going to be doing, you get all the bonus episodes, you get ad-free episodes, all that stuff. But we're also doing a special blocked party lottery at the end of the year where you could win some exclusive prizes, including your subscription paid for. And if we get to 150, $100 club members, I will be teaching Stefan how to drive. That's right. And so I am very excited. <laughs> Stefan has never had uh, his full driver's license. He takes the bus or he walks. He's a little or the, worm. Or the train. Or the train. He's I'm a, a little worm. Guy. He's going to be terrible behind the wheel. He oh, has yeah. crippling anxiety. Yeah. Uh, he's short, so we won't be able to I'm see not, over okay. it. I'm not. I'm, uh, it's going okay, to be. We're going to have to put phone books on the gas pedal and okay. brake pedal. It's going to be a full disaster, but I can't wait. So, yeah, we're about I think we're about 30 patrons short. Uh, of the 150 goal. So head on over there so I can teach this poor little man how to be a grown up and drive a vehicle. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Block Party Pod. And if you like the show, tell a friend. Erica, we are here at the end of the show. We always like to finish off the show with a top three. Three, two, one. Trois, deux, un. Uno, 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 uno.
socks. Two. What do you have for us, please? Okay, so I actually use this question as like a first date question. So feel privileged. Okay, Um, we do. But I didn't realize how Canadian you all are. So (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Thank you. I, I think it'll still work. So my question to you is, if you were in the witness protection program, what ordinary job would you have Ooh, okay. that I like keeps that. you undercover? Okay. I like that. The top three jobs you'd have if you're in the witness protection That's program. Love good. it. Um, Erica, do you want to start with your number three? No, because I only know my number one. So someone else go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, so, I'll, I'll go first. This, yeah. is a, this is a job that I used to have. So I wouldn't work at the same place, obviously. It would be a different city for sure. But I used to work, yeah. uh, our listeners know this, I used to work in a plumbing, a wholesale plumbing warehouse, uh, driving the forklift around, putting away, you know, bathtubs. Oh, so you have driven uh, something before. I have. I, I could drive a forklift. It was fine. You know, okay. I was I was good at driving. I had my forklift driver's license too. So okay. maybe All right. counts so for may, something. Yeah, it counts for something. Um, are we going to be driving inside a warehouse, John? Or <laughs> yes, no? okay. That's exclusive where exclusively where we'll be training. I've actually rented out a warehouse for this, <laughs> the express purpose of this. But I, I oh, think and I should it, mention when you get your driver's. If I teach you how to drive, we're going to yeah. film it all. Oh, it's gonna, of course, it's going to turn into thing. a an that'll be a video. Series. That's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, no, I, yeah, I think basically working back in a plum, plumbing wholesale warehouse, driving the forklift. Uh, yeah. it's very mindless. Um, but kind of fun as well putting stuff away with the forklift um and i think it would be nice to if you're already stressed out from being in the witness protection program so getting back into a job you already kind of know i think that would help uh a lot although i don't know maybe that would people would be able to find you more easily well i think if i'm if i'm in like a different city (coughs) that might that might help so i wouldn't be working at the same place necessarily but you're right it's it's a you know it's a small world that's that's a, that's a good point. That's something to think about. But I'll, I'll take the. Well, that's why it's I, your number three. That's a, in exactly. your number three, you get pursued and killed. But in yeah. your number one, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Erica, I mean, you said we're very Canadian, okay. so I will go with my number three, Zamboni driver. Um, just uh, send me up to whatever local ice rink uh, there is, and uh, yeah, I just sort of do the uh, the maintenance around there. Uh, I I drive the Zamboni. And, um, yeah, that's basically it. And you know what, what's funny about the witness protection program, Erica, we've talked about this on the show before, but we live near, uh, an exclave called point Roberts, uh, which you may be familiar with if you lived up here in the Pacific Northwest, but there's rumors that a lot of the witness protection program people are in point Roberts because you have to, you can only get to it by going through Canada. So if there was a criminal that was, was trying to find you, yeah, yeah. So um, we are a little familiar with the witness protection program as well. Damn it. I should have picked a different question. But any, <laughs> <laughs> we're constantly thinking about it. Uh, but yes, that's my number three Zamboni driver. Erica, do you have your number three now? I think my number three would be like, um, I really want more practical skills and uh, working in like a jeweler shop at the mall, but fixing watches. Oh, that would be kind of fun. Yeah, I like I feel that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, That's I want fun. like a cool old timey. I mean, all of my things are kind of old timey, but I think that one would be like, it, it gives you something to focus on and you're not in the front of shop. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't smart. think I'd like being inside a mall all day, but I guess you could be like at any jeweler. Working in a mall is kind of fine too because you can eat at the food court all well, the time. Well, think about yeah. Better Call sick. Saul as well. If you've watched that, he's working at the Cinnabon in a in a uh, Omaha, Nebraska mall, right? Oh and yeah. He's. I mean, he does eventually get found out, but it's not because he was. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go through the plot of the whole show, but um, he he's safe in the Cinnabon, you know. So I think that's a good idea. Love it, Stefan. Um, your number two. My number two. I'm going to say commercial fisherman. Uh, I think it would just be really funny if I was a commercial fisherman. <laughs> Everyone on the boat would hate me. Um, but I think oh, it would be... You just uh, on the also, fishing boat being like, uh, hey, have you guys heard of Iwaspoison.com? Yeah, I'm just like fucking around and not working or whatever. Yeah. No, I think I would be I would be working. And I think it would, you know, it would toughen me up for sure. Um, but that that to me feels like a classic like witness protection program thing. Because yeah. like half the time you're not even in like a city or you're just like out on the, on the water and the open water. Right. So you're really, you're, yeah. You're like far away. You're out, you're out fishing for a while. I'm thinking like, um, what was that show? Deadliest catch. Mm. Like that uh, type of commercial fisherman, just like totally miserable. I recently read like an article about the witness protection program and they team up with certain companies to give these people jobs that aren't like, they like train them. And so Walmart is a big employer of witness protection people. Uh, okay. People. Yeah. Hmm. That makes sense. I guess yeah. It's like a, a huge corporation. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. I was, uh, it's weird. Stefan. where we got some synergy. Cause my number yeah. two, I was going to go with longshoreman. Yeah. Uh, just, it just feels like a, uh, witness protection program job, you know, like I'm sort of underneath a lamppost wearing a toque and I'm all wet. And then some guy comes up to me and he's like, are you John Cullen? And I'm like, I've never heard that name before in my life. Uh, you know, kind of like I'm just sort of, I'm, I'm just riffing here about the movie I'm in where um, I get found out in the sure. protection program. But yeah, I think Longshoreman number two for me, Erica, you're number two. Well, now I'm confused because I thought all of them were supposed to be at like mundane places. And now I want an outdoorsy job. <laughs> it can be. You still have two choices left. Yeah. But what? But I'm trying to think like what? I couldn't be like a park ranger. Why not? You could totally could. You could totally you be, could be like ranger. in one of those like firewatch towers, you know? Yes. Like the video game oh, firewatch. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. You're just That's up in a romantic. tower, like like it six is. months like out a of the lighthouse year? keeper. Yeah, yes. like the one in the fog. Yeah, yes. so, like I couldn't have a radio show, but <laughs> that's <laughs> cool. Be nice. Keeping yeah. a lighthouse would be sick. I think. Yeah. Okay, lighthouse keeper. But then Great my choice. that's more my number one now. My number one's gonna <laughs> suck. <laughs> uh, okay, my number one, and I think this is this is a good way. There's like you're gonna it's gonna be much harder to find you out uh because because of this it's uh like a minor league hockey mascot so i'm in like a small town and i'm just like wearing like a like an animal costume all the time uh and like a few people on the team you know maybe Stephen, know who are I you am, sort of uh, are you gonna tell it on yourself here that i want to be like a furry yeah i mean yeah it's like an added bonus i guess <laughs> um you just put the costume on for the first time and just get the the most like aggressive hard-on of your yeah. life <laughs> yeah but i'm gonna go with uh minor league hockey mascot as I my like number that. one yeah 
Like that, that would be so, a really cinematic death if they find you out. Yes. Oh, if they like gun me down at the yeah. game in the and I'm in, in the costume. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Oh, man, just traumatize a whole bunch of a whole arena <laughs> full of children. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, my number one, Erica, maybe this will make you feel better, is I think a little more mundane. But I think my number one is Toy Store employee. Um, yeah, nice. I've, I, yeah, I just because I've always wanted to work in a toy store. I feel like it would be pretty fun just like selling toys and board games. I love kids just, you know, having them in the store all the time. It'd be super fun. And I think it's like kind of a fun juxtaposition if I've sort of like ratted on the mafia and I'm like this kind of I'm in this like crazy situation and then I'm just, you know, like a cheerful children's store employee, I think would be kind of fun. So I yeah. think, yeah, toy cool. store employee I like that. Yeah. is my number one. Erica? So I love like small town hardware stores. Yes. Like there's something very like calming about them where like like when I lived in New Jersey for a year, I would just go to the hardware store all the time to buy like I don't know, batteries just cuz like I wanted the outing there. Um but I would like be a key cutter and Oh, love oh that. okay. Listen to like <clears throat> doo wop radio all day with my house plants friend or something, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. Yep. Something about it feels really hum- like I just want to live in like a Richard Scary illustration. <laughs> you want to live in Busy Town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like don't a hardware store is a perfect kind of yeah. place to very, very mundane. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you are you familiar with the Canadian chain of hardware stores called Home Hardware? Oh, no, I only know Canadian Tire and I don't yes, think that okay. counts. No. So so Canadian Tire is sort of the big box version, you know, of of a of a hardware store. But Home Hardware is a, a big national chain, but it is sort of predicated on this idea that like all of them are like small town hardware stores. Um, so like they're all franchises. So they're owned and operated by people who live in that city, whatever. And they're all shitty. Like as far as like for a national chain with X number of hundreds of franchises, you walk in and you're like, oh, this is why, why is it like this? Nothing is where it's supposed to be. This is a disaster. But it is like, to me, I think a very Canadian thing that one of our largest franchises is just like trying to recreate the small town hardware store. It sounds like a TJ Maxx hardware store. Yes, very similar. Yeah, exactly. And it is weird because if you're in a bigger city, like if there's a home hardware in like Vancouver or a suburb of Vancouver, it'll look closer to a Canadian tire. But if you go to a small town, it will look like a small town hardware store. They just basically franchise it so that they have, pardon me, the home hardware name. And then people go, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Home hardware. I trust that or whatever. It's wild. Oh, cool. By the way, our (laughs) version of uh, TJ Maxx is called Winners. Yeah. And it's like the exact oh. same thing. Yeah. Exact same thing. Do you have Marshalls? Yeah. Uh, I think we do. Yeah. Right? Because then yeah. in the UK, they couldn't, they have TJ Maxx, but it's called TK Maxx. Right. Right. Because they couldn't, there's a different story called TJ something, and they thought people would get confused. <laughs> yeah. Ours is called Winners because we're, because that's what we are. Because we're You winners. are. Yeah. I love winners. Canada. We love Any more Canadian too, fans. <laughs> well, this will help. Yeah. This will help for sure. Um, Erica, it was a true pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, yeah, uh, kind of. Uh, <laughs> so I guess uh, keep your eye on my page and what I'm doing because I am in the process of filming 
stuff, top Ooh. secret stuff with dads. <clears throat> Whoa. Um, okay. Yeah. That's fun. So okay. it's kind of like a big project that I'm trying to keep quiet, but also trying to get people aware of. So so there you Stay go. This tuned. is the perfect. That's what a lot of people say about our podcast. They're like, I have something to promote, but I don't want too many people to know about it. <laughs> um, that's exactly the spot that our show is. So you, yeah, you, came, so, you came on the right pod. Yeah. For that, Get ready for spot. a bit of swipes for daddy live. Beautiful. All okay, right. great. Well, there you go. So yeah, follow uh, Erica's account swipes for the number four daddy on Instagram. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at block party pod, and you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash block party. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.